Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then you've come to the right place. You're listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast, presented by The Quantify Group, the podcast that covers all aspects of running the financial side of your business. And now, your hosts, longtime CPAs, Dave Ashworth and Alex Steinberg. Welcome to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. I'm your host for today, Dave Ashworth. And I'm here with a friend of mine who I've gotten to know over the past couple of years. Her name is Nicole McKenzie, and she runs a business called Momentum Accounting. And uh, it's actually very similar to our business. And uh, just just getting to know her, getting to know her business, um, it's just been interesting to kind of see the way that she approaches things and the way that she's able to help help businesses. And, and I feel like she truly is a, a thought leader in our industry. So I wanted to bring her on today to to talk about kind of her journey a little bit, becoming an entrepreneur and starting her business. Talk about a little bit about the future of the accounting industry as it relates to uh, business owners and things that they you know might come to expect, uh, some potential changes. And then the last thing, just you know, her working with a lot of business owners over the years, just some advice, maybe some things that she's seen business owners, maybe mistakes that they've made uh, just in an effort to to maybe give some guidance to some people listening. So, uh, Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dave. It's always fun chatting with you and catching up. I appreciate yeah, you thinking of me. For sure, for sure. So, why don't you just give a little bit of background on yourself uh, and your company, and then after that, we'll dive into a little bit more of your journey as an entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Nicole. I'm the founder and president of Momentum Accounting. Started Momentum about four years ago. Prior to that, I worked at a traditional CPA firm, did a little bit of audit, did a little bit of tax. Um, and then after four years there, I found myself looking around thinking, man, I don't think I want to do taxes the rest of my life. <laughs> so um, I was very fortunate around that time, the firm I was at decided to add on outsourced accounting as an additional service line. So I moved from the tax department to the outsourced accounting service line and was part of starting that. I eventually left that firm in 2016 and briefly went and worked for an ex NFL football player as his personal family office accountant did some of his business accounting and, and personal finances. And then while I was working for him, I was using a lot of uh, cloud-based technology. So when I first started working with him, everything he did was very manual, very paper-based. He had you know, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in on his accounting function between five different bookkeepers and CPAs. And so I came in and consolidated everything, moved everything to the cloud, automated a lot of work, um, and significantly reduced the costs that he was paying, and then also gave him real-time up-to-date financial information. So that's really when I realized that that type of service would be really valuable for people. Um, and so I decided to make it a, a business. So while I was working for him, I, I started taking on more clients, eventually wanted to focus on, on the business side of things. And so stopped working with him and Fast forward four years later, um, we've got a team of eight. And so what we do is we work with small businesses that aren't quite big enough to need a full-time in-house accountant or accounting team. 
And um, so rather than hire an in-house person, they can outsource their accounting function to us. So we do everything from bookkeeping, paying bills, payroll, up to your controller and CFO services. Um, and then we also have a data analyst on staff as well. So any clients that have significant data needs um, in terms of you know, putting together hundreds of Excel spreadsheets and trying to manually do all that, we can automate a lot of that work as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an, it's an interesting journey. I know a lot of people kind of go the, uh, the typical audit tax route and then they kind of, you know, for us jump, we jumped out on our own, just doing tax, you know, for you, it was kind of introduced to the outsource accounting kind of jump on your own. It's pretty cool that you got to work with like a an NFL player. It's interesting. Uh, I didn't know. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Um, and then, and then just kind of realized the need and then turned it into, to a business. So, um, I guess my question is, and I know you probably touched on it some, um, but I'm always just interested to hear why the why behind somebody's business and maybe part of it for you was not really wanting to do tax or you just saw a need, but maybe touch, touch more on just the why that you started your business and kind of why you uh, enjoy doing what you do. I just love entrepreneurship. So when I was doing taxes, I was always looking at the numbers and wondering what the story was behind them. And so I think I, I knew pretty early that I wanted to get on the actual operating side of the business. It was just trying to get there. And then now that I have started my own business and I have worked more intimately on the operating side of businesses, um, I just love meeting with entrepreneurs and and hearing their story of why they started their business and then also hearing their challenges and then trying to solve those problems for them. Um, I've always just been like a problem solver. So when someone comes to me, I want to solve their problems. And uh, I, I like that we can help business owners really focus on their passion because they didn't start their business to deal with accounting and some of these back office things. Um, and I also just like, I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. I'm obsessed with The Profit. Mm -hmm. I've watched those shows, but I, oh, yeah. I, just, I just love everything small business. I think it's really fun, and, and I love seeing people grow and, and build things and get better. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I've always kind of felt like in our business that it is very much like uh, The Profit, where you're kind of helping businesses from a financial standpoint to understand what's going on. Uh, and I've always been fascinated by business as well. Uh, and then getting to come alongside some of these businesses and kind of be really a big part of their team uh, is really exciting. And it sounds like it's something that is a big reason for what you do as well. But it's funny you mentioned the profit. I've thought about that before. I've never actually said that, but uh, I have thought about that. It's a great show. I do. I do enjoy that one. Um, so one thing I'm always curious of, because everybody has a, a different way to measure this. Um, is how you measure uh, the success of your business. Uh, you know, it's a pretty broad question. And, and like I said, everybody has certain ways, whether it's hitting a certain revenue, helping people a certain way, whatever it is, uh, just more out of curiosity, what what would you say is, is, you know, how you measure whether your business is successful or not? Yeah, so how I literally measure it uh, is looking yeah. at my recurring revenue, because that's my favorite part, is, is watching that go up every month. Yep. Um, but I also think that there's, you know, having employees now and 
being able to build something that's scalable so that they can also grow and learn more and get better and make more money. So for me, uh, you know, being, being a, an athlete and playing sports my whole life, I really see us as a team. And so uh, I want to lift everyone else on my team up as well. So there's obviously like the financial side of it that I like that, that I'm doing better, but also building something that, that they're getting better as well and making more money as well. Yeah. One, one thing that I noticed, and I'm just curious your take on is, you know, one of the main reasons that we started our business is we really wanted to create an environment in the accounting space that people could grow, but really enjoy it. You know, when I was in public accounting, I, I didn't hate the work. I really didn't. I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. What I didn't really enjoy me personally is just the environment in public accounting. Uh, so I'm just curious kind of your take on that because you're kind of talking about building an environment and empowering employees. Just curious your take on that compared to kind of some of the places you were at before. Yeah, that's a good question. And that was one thing that actually triggered me to leave public accounting. I guess I'm still in public accounting, but just the traditional way of billing by the hour and grinding out 60, 70 hours a week was something that I knew wasn't sustainable for me because I am such a uh, I love fitness and I love moving my body. And so sitting behind a computer all day, um, as much as I, I did enjoy the work and, you know, there were good people, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And I also always thought there was a better way and faster way to do things, but I was never really rewarded for that because mm -hmm. of just the structure of traditional accounting, right? You bill by the hour. Yeah. Um, yeah I, yep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that that's probably my biggest gripe with public accounting is the um you know and i i'm not just here to bash them i learned a ton there and that led me directly to where i am today um but the the whole hour thing where there's no reward if anything you're penalized for doing stuff more efficient and and quicker um just never really sat right with me um, right yeah so we everything we do, we do now on a fixed fee. Uh, and as far as our team, we, we do track our hours, but it's mostly just to make sure we're being profitable on clients, but there's no required amount of hours that they have to hit. It's more, did they get the job done and is the client happy? And that's what matters at the end of the day. Right. And as far as when the team works, it doesn't really, as long as they're, you know, meeting clients expectations for you know 10 to 3 during the day that's fine but if they want to work the and for me I, I work better at night so i'll get up i'll do stuff in the morning and then normally at like eight o'clock after dinner i come back and i'm working again because that works better for me so my team also has the flexibility to work whenever they want so i want to shift gears really quick and just talk about um just the future of accounting. I feel like a lot has changed in the, in the past, you know, five to seven years, but also even just in this past year. And so I want to hear kind of your take on just the future of accounting, some of the changes and, and how it specifically relates to uh, business owners. Yeah. It's crazy how much technology in the accounting space has emerged in the last half decade. I mean, when, when you think about how business owners, used to fill that function at their at their business they would either have to hire 
a bookkeeper who is doing a lot of manual tasks or a, a CFO, a full-time CFO, which can be really expensive. So now to have the option where they can hire experienced accountants who can do the accounting function, who are business advisors, um, the technology has really allowed us to work with business owners much more intimately, whereas before they would come to us um, at the end of the year with their with their P&L and balance sheet, and then the tax accountant would go in and, and file the tax return. But there was nobody really holding the, the business owner's hand throughout the year. And so technology has allowed us to see inside their business in real time and be able to answer questions quickly and be able to be proactive business advisors throughout the year rather than when everything's already happened and it's too late. Um, I also think we're going to see a lot of, we uh, see it already, right? All these outsourced accounting companies that are coming up building their own software and it's all about visuals and data analytics. So I think the next progression on from zero in a QuickBooks is going to be, okay, now you have this visual dashboard where you see everything that's going on in your business, not just the financial piece of it, but also operational data. And that data could come from your inventory system. It could come from your CRM um, and, and allows the organization as a whole and all the pieces to come almost like an ERP system mm-hmm. um, used to be, but it more, more cloud-based. So I want to um, kind of just wrap up this podcast with, with a couple questions uh, directed directly toward business owners. Um, obviously, you mentioned this before, but you have a lot of experience working with hundreds of businesses, seeing all sorts of issues, all sorts of things. And I feel like there's a, you know, you've you know, gathered a lot of wisdom over the years because of that. And so uh, two final questions. The first one is, just what is one financial mistake that you see business owners making and what can they do to remedy that? The, the biggest mistake I see business owners make is not thinking about themselves as a larger organization and what they want their business to look like in two to 10 years. So, uh, and that means having the right people in the right seat. So for example, we have a client that does $10 million in revenue, has 180 employees, and they did not have an, an HR person and they didn't have, and they had someone doing their accounting payroll who had never done those before. And between those two people, between the two of them basically cost the company nearly $3 million. They had a class action lawsuit from the employees. They um, weren't taking employees off of the health insurance policy when they left and so they had paid Mm. almost three hundred thousand dollars for the year for employees that were terminated and weren't working in there anymore Mm. and on the accounting side of things they were billing the wrong amounts so we came in and found almost thirty thousand dollars a month that they weren't billing because the accountant who actually was an accountant wasn't billing the right amounts Um, and that that's just a few of the things that we found but basically they were they didn't want to pay for uh, for a, a company like ours to come in or a proper HR person to come in. And now they're paying for uh, those services and also um, all of the issues that those two employees created. But my point is, is sometimes being cheap <laughs> can cost mm-hmm. you money in the long run. 
So there's this really sweet spot, I think, in combination between your internal internal people and external professionals. So my biggest advice to a business owner would be from day one, get the you know, look into EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. Just Google search that. But look at an org chart. And right now, if you fill out that org chart of your business, you're going to be in all of those seats. But think about how strategically over time you're going to fill each of those seats. And that's delivering the product to your clients. That's accounting. That's HR. That's marketing. That's sales. That's your, uh, your operations person. So if you just think about and look at that org chart and visualize that, and every time you hire someone, you're trying to fill that seat, what we can do uh, is fill that accounting CFO seat. That's really important. So the more that the business owner can get themselves out of each of those seats and become the CEO, which is, is the box at the very top, right? The easier it is that you're going to be able to scale and the better your business is going to operate and run. And you're going to avoid some of those uh, financial pitfalls. Uh, pitfalls that I just mentioned where you don't have the right people in the right seat um, because you tried to be cheap. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it many times. Um, and, uh, you know, the reality is for the CEO, the top, you know, the, the boss, basically, you know, their, their time is just so much more valuable doing other things. And, and like you said, you know, you get to a company of the size that you're talking about, uh, one person just simply doesn't have enough time and, and probably enough skills when you get that large and that complex to handle all of those roles. And so you're just causing more headaches. You're, you're leaving revenue on the table. You're not, you're paying for things clearly, like you said, that you just shouldn't even be paying for, but things are going to fall through the cracks if you don't have the right team around you. So I've actually never heard that approach to like kind of look at an org chart and, and see where the roles need to be filled and how they need to be filled and look ahead. But I think that's a great approach to it. Uh, if you want to make sure that everything is taken care of. So appreciate you sharing that. Um, I think that was the last question I had. Um, but before we jump off here, I just wanted to really quickly um, have you just just talk about your, your business and how people can get in touch with you if they're looking for help. Um, you know, you're located on the West coast. So, um, you know, you're probably a little more focused on, on stuff out there, but if anybody's looking for these type of services, um, you know, Nicole would be a great option and her business would be a great option for you guys. So just quickly, how do people get in touch with you, uh, places people can follow you, all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So I'm very active on LinkedIn, Nicole McKenzie, and that's Nicole with a K. And if you want to get in touch over email, my email is Nicole N I K O L E dot McKenzie at momentumaccounting.com. And you can also go to momentumaccounting.com to find out more information uh, about what we do. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on and chatting with me. And uh, it's been, it's just been cool to get to know you over the the past couple of years and you're obviously having a ton of success and I just I look forward to just seeing you and your team just continue to grow uh, and just continue to help help business owners and just everyone that you you come in contact with so thanks again for jumping on here with me for a little bit thanks for having me Dave I appreciate it
Yeah, for sure. For sure. And thank you everybody who tuned in today. I uh, appreciate you following along with us. Uh, we, we would appreciate if you would just check us out on LinkedIn and Facebook. We continue to put out new content every single week. But we thank you guys for checking out this specific podcast and we'll talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn at The Quantify Group for more awesome content related to running the financial side of your business. We'll talk to you in the next one.